Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. Great victory for Wenatchee as they take the weekend opener. And I think what we can say wasn't exactly a pretty baseball game. If you went to the games Wednesday and Thursday night, you saw how the Apple Sox played very well in those games and they had just great pitching performances. The pitching remained rock solid here tonight, but boy, it was a different type of game, I, I think is the best way to put it. Uh, the, the offense got its runs done. They found ways to score, and you know, breaking this one down, what actually had no hits to the first nine innings of the game, and frankly, they were really struggling offensively, but they got it going later on as they would score a total of four runs in the top of the fourth inning. In that frame, six of the first seven hitters would reach base, including several big runs coming in. Reeve Boyd drew a bases loaded walk to tie the game up. And then Izzy Lopez gave Wodanchi the lead for good with an infield RBI single to the right side. Lopez connects on a ball and dumps it to the right side. No one's covering first base as second baseman Chang gets to it, but no one is there to throw out Izzy Lopez. It'll be an infield single, and Wenatchee takes a 2-1 lead here in the top of the fourth inning. After that, Carson Owen would pick up a walk to drive it another run. Trent Lyola hit a sack fly, and Wenatchee batted around in that inning to take at the time a commanding 4-1 lead. They would add another run in the sixth inning thanks to an RBI single from Ty Kennedy. Again, it was an RBI infield single for the Apple Sox that helped them out. And then in the seventh inning, they kind of opened up the floodgates. Five runs came across, and with eight men coming to the plate, the biggest hit of the frame came thanks to a RBI double from Easton Amundsen. With Frankie Carney getting a day off yesterday, jumping in and making a difference here today as Amundsen laces this ball down the line. It's a fair ball. Carney is going to be held around third. No, he will go through the stop sign, heading toward home. He is safe. Looked like Carney was held up. He ran through it and hustles the score all the way from first base on an RBI double from Easton Amundsen. It is now 6-1 Wenatchee here on the top of the seventh inning as the Sox have scored for the second consecutive frame. He wasn't done, adding another run in the eighth inning. Amundsen with an RBI single in that frame. And the Apple Sox picking up a big victory. Pitch is swung on and skied out to shallow right center, and it will drop in for a base hit. Josh Williams in to score and give Easton Amundsen his second RBI of this game with a bloop RBI single into center. And it's now a 12-2 Apple Sox lead. Ryan Martinez had a great outing going six and two-thirds, giving up two runs, one earned. He struck out five to earn his second win of the season. Martinez quickly back up, has his sign from Olin, kicks and fires the 1-2 pitch that is on the outside edge for call, strike three. Third punch out of the ball game for Ryan Martinez and two away here in the third inning. Right-hander comes set, kicks and deals, and that is in there for called strike three. Two punch outs and a scoreless fourth inning for Ryan Martinez as he strands a leadoff double. Braden Boyd would wrap things up with a couple of strikeouts and two and a third after that. And the Apple Sox would pick up their third consecutive victory. The 0-2 swing and a miss for strike three as Braden Boyd picks up his first strikeout of the game. And there are two down here in the eighth inning. 
Scored over 1,000 points in basketball. In addition to being an excellent baseball player. Induces the 2-1, a pop up to the right side. Lots of space in foul territory. Carson Owen makes the grab. And the Apple Sox open up the weekend and close out the month of June with a victory. Wenatchee wins 12-3 in the series opener against Edmonton. And they pick up their third consecutive victory. Wenatchee scoring four runs in the fourth and then adding five runs in the seventh as well. Despite being out hit 12-10, they take a series opening victory. Now joining us here, Ryan Martinez after picking up his second win of the season. And Ryan, this was an interesting game for you. There were hits every inning against you, but you battled. And it was almost like you got stronger after allowing a guy to get on base. Talk to me about how you reset every time you gave up a hit. No, it was more of just not letting them advance another 90 feet. So it was doing everything I can to make sure they don't get to that second base or third base or, even, or scoring. So it was just trusting pitches. Me and Carson had a pretty good bond back there. We kind of know to throw each, and we're on the same page most of the time. So working with him, it's easy to get, get guys uh, stranded. It's not too often a guy gives up 10 hits in a game and you give up two runs or less, but you did that. I mean, talk to me about your communication with Carson because, you know, he's an incoming freshman, but a lot of guys have been saying they've enjoyed working with him. Yeah, he's real smart for his age. Um, I mean, they're a good hitting team, and forget which one, but one of the lefties, he goes, they, he's hitting that ball to the right side. Let's work a little bit in, and yeah, I, I love throwing to him because that little bond he has with me and how smart he is, so it's, it's good throwing to him. I love it. Four starts for you this summer. You've gone at least five innings in every one of them. What's the key for you getting to that threshold? Because I think that's what really makes or breaks a lot of guys from being starting pitchers, and you've almost gotten to the fifth inning at ease this summer. It's the work between starts. It's the lifting, the running, and the long toss. It really helps. And people will just preach it because it sounds good, but if you actually do it, it pays off pretty well. Yeah, it's worked really well for you to this point. How fun has this been towing the rubber for this team? Because they've been able to, even in a game like this where you're super strong, you give up less than three runs, they're still able to get you a lot of offense. What's it like kind of knowing every time you take the mound, not really having to worry too much about run support? No, it's real fun because, like the first inning, you put up a, you give up a one and they come back later and score four or five, and by the end it's 12. So it's fun having that extra little backstop there too, and allows me to pitch more freely as well. At the time that we were talking, by the way, Ryan, the Bellingham Bells are losing to the Victoria Harbor Cats. So that game in the bottom of the seventh inning, Victoria up 6-3. to three. If you guys, if that score holds, you guys will move into a tie with them and technically would have the tiebreaker over Bellingham for the lead in the first half. What does that mean to hear something like that with less than a week to go in the first half? No, it's great, but we can't lose focus. We can't be comfortable, and we just got to keep playing like we can, and we can only control what we can control. So we just got to win the games we can and go from there. One of the big things that your head coach has preached, at least with me and several others, has been the need to win that first game of a series. This was a different spot for you. Usually you've been in game number two of the series. Yeah. Was there was there anything strange about that, you know, heading into the day, being like, oh, yeah, it's Friday, it's not Saturday? No, the only thing was the travel, getting up at 2 in the morning, taking a five-hour bus drive and then flying. But other than that, nothing different. Just moved up a day. That was about it. I was going to say, the bats looked a little groggy mm -hmm. early on. You didn't, though. How did you stay ready in a long travel day like this where I'm guessing you probably didn't get a consistent even maybe five hours of sleep? No, I mean, it was tough trying to sleep the night before and on the plane and the bus, but just moving around in the airport and even walking up and down the bus a little bit. And When we got to the hotel here, still moving around and staying hydrated as well.
Well, Ryan, this was a lot of fun. This is a, a gutsy outing. Like I said, you don't see too many guys give up 10 hits in a game and allow two runs or less. You did that. Heck of an outing. Fun to watch here today. Thanks for the time. Thank you. There's something patriotic about celebrating summer with a baseball game and some fireworks afterward. It seems even better when it's a part of your 4th of July celebrations. Don't miss the Apple Sox 7.05 p.m. game against the Dub Sea Fish Sticks on Monday, July 3rd with a post-game fireworks show to follow presented by Kennedy Real Estate Group. Don't delay. Purchase your tickets now at applesox.com. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time. I'm Joel Norman, and we are joined now by Apple Sox pitching coach Mike Callia after Wenatchee picks up a 12-3 victory in this one. And, Mike, I was just chatting with Ryan Martinez, and I described his outing, I thought, as gutsy because how often do you give up 10 hits and limit your opponent to two runs? I'm still really blown away by that. Every inning he gave up a hit, but it was almost like he got stronger after those. What do you think it was that helped him kind of keep going along even after giving up a hit, whether it was the first batter, second, or third batter of the inning? Yeah, you know, a lot of credit to him. He had a very gritty performance today. I think, you know, I think a lot of it stems back from a couple weeks back. I think he got tagged for a couple in the, the very first inning of the season for us, and ever since then he really put his head down and went to work, and I think that hard work over time is just starting to pay off for him where he's, you know, he's sustainable into that seventh, eighth inning, things like that. So he's been awesome for us. He's been such an unsung hero, I think, of this team because of his consistency week in, week out. You know you're going to get five innings, probably going to keep the opponent to three runs or less. I mean, this is a guy who I think coming in, we weren't sure what the expectation was. A lot of limited work at Pacific, but he's really paid off this season, hasn't he? Yeah, no, he's been he's been awesome. It's it's fun. You know, he, I know he threw on a Friday today, but it's fun getting to that weekend, and you know he's going on the bump. and. I mean, that's, you know, you give us a shot to win. That's that's all you can ask for, man. I was talking with him about that. How do you stay ready on a crazy travel day like this? Were you coordinating with him at all throughout the day about a schedule you guys had in mind? Just He was talking about trying to stay in motion, moving around plenty. Was, was there anything you guys had planned out for him to take opportunities throughout the day to stay active as you can? Yeah, I think, you know, I think the, the easy part on a travel day is just to be lethargic and, you know, sleep all day long. And, uh, you know, with the sleep schedule being kind of choppy, it's, it's making sure that we're we're up and we're active and we're moving around and we're we're eating at normal times, things like that. Just trying to make it as normal as it can possibly be, which it will never be. But you get the point. <laughs> you know, the one thing that was lethargic for this team was the bats. The first three innings, something changed in the fourth. Part of that I felt like was the patience at the plate. There was never really that one big hit that inning, but you kind of took what was being offered. Is that what you saw from the dugout? Yeah, you know, I think. You know, I think early on, you know, we, we see a nice crowd. We see a nice ballpark, you know, things like that. We're wanting to do a little bit too much. You know, I think after that first time through the lineup, really, guys started to settle in, kind of feel the bat out a little bit, and then put together quality at-bats. And when you string together uh, QABs like that, you know, good things happen, and we can put up runs in consecutive innings. This team is now 9-1 and one on the road. It feels like with each series that just that ball momentum just gets bigger and bigger. And do you think that maybe playing in front of a huge crowd here tonight added to that? I definitely think so. You know, this is this is the biggest crowd probably 95% of our roster has played in front of. So I think that fires guys up and gives, gives guys something to compete for, you know. And, uh, you know, our, our whole mantra is, you know, tough on the road. You're tough on the road, and then, you know, you bring it back home and you win ball games there. So we're tough on the road, man. Good things are happening. Nine and one. It's unbelievable one, at this point on the road. I just – you don't see teams do that, but it just – I think it shows how different this group is. What separates this team – from other teams who you've seen in the West Coast League so far? 
Yeah, I think we got a lot of guys that are starting to understand their role and play that role and, and without going outside of that, if that makes sense. You know, I think these guys are kind of, you know, creating routines and habits and things like that, even, you know, even on a travel day where we're making we're making sure that we're dialed in and ready to go come first pitch. And, you know, you know, even though if, you know, our bats are silent for a couple innings, things like that, our pitchers pick up our hitters and our, you know, our hitters pick up our pitchers at the end of the day. There's there's no point in fingers. We're one team, one heartbeat. And, you know, we, we've been playing well like it. 3,432 is the attendance they listed for today. Okay. Tomorrow's Canada Day. I would imagine it'll probably be about 1,000 more or so. How do you guys come out and have the same type of energy when you know it's going to be maybe even twice as loud tomorrow? You know, bottom line is first first half's coming to an end, and we got a chance to go win another series. So um, the fans are going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. Again, you know, you know, a lot of guys won't get this chance and this opportunity to play in front of this many guys. So uh, just going out there, having fun, I mean, that's what it's all about, really. Awesome, Mike. Well, thank you for joining us. Heck of a win here tonight to open up the weekend. It's like you said, you guys always want to get game one, and you build off from there. You've done that here tonight. We'll talk to you next time. Awesome. Thanks, Joel. The 2023 season is underway, and new this summer is the Apple Sox 10-game flex pack. For just $60, this new ticket pack includes 10 general admission punches. You can use them all at once or spread the tickets out over the course of the season. The best part is that the 10 tickets can be used for any of the Apple Sox 31 home games. Apple Sox 10-game flex packs are a great way for families to purchase tickets to multiple games, even if they don't know which game they want to go to yet. Head over to AppleSox.com and purchase your 10-game flex pack for a value of $6 per game today. I'm Joel Norman, and now we're chatting with Apple Sox utility man Ty Kennedy. And Ty, earlier this week, this past Tuesday, you returned to the lineup after missing several weeks. What did that mean to get back into the lineup with the team? It had to be kind of nice to get back out there again. Yeah, yeah, it was super fun. Um, it was it was nice to be back, good playing with the boys, you know, get off the bench a little bit. Uh, struggled a little bit, but, you know, a little rusty, won't, won't hurt nothing. But, you know, we're back again and uh, put in some more work and, yeah, let's go get the win. What's the biggest thing that you have to readjust to after missing some time and not really getting that live game action? I would definitely say uh, up, at, up at the plate, um, you know, like like you could you could take all the reps uh, in the cages that you want, but, you know, like seeing a live arm is really the biggest difference maker when it comes to, you know, taking time off. You had the last couple of days off. You weren't in the lineup. What did you do after having a game to kind of look back at and say, okay, now I can get back in the rhythm. Here's the things I needed to, to kind of fine-tune now. Right. So, I, um, you know, you, you kind of want to forget about those those negative games. Um, but, you know, I kind of just wanted to stick with the, the process that I've been going through, you know, that I started with off in the, in the summer. Um, but I really wanted to just fine-tune my swing. You know, I was feeling a little off. But, you know, I just got in the cages early and got some extra work in. When you look at what this team has done while you were out and they just continue to win. They were winning when you were here too as well. How fun is that to jump back in and be like, okay, now it's my turn to help, you know, add some more wins for this team? Yeah, no, it's super it's super cool. I mean, there's obviously a good good group of guys here, so um, I mean it feels really good and just to, to contribute to that is even cooler. We talked about it a little bit earlier in the year, your versatility, but a little bit of third. Uh, sec- or sh- shortstop as well. Now we've seen you in all three spots in the outfield. Yep. What's that been like shifting around here? Because at the beginning of the season we were talking about, I think it was just talking about third and shortstop. You moved the outfield in there as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's always some tips that you can get from other guys, you know, at certain parks. But, um, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. So, 
I mean, it's, it's really nothing new, you know? <laughs> Not at all. Let's talk about, like, at a park like this one here where you've got the high wall. Is that something that you think about sometimes when you're playing in the outfield? Um, not necessarily. Um, I wouldn't say the high wall, no. I would say, I mean, this is a pretty big park. Um, so, you know, I got to cut those gaps a little bit. But, yeah, that's, I mean, that's about it. Awesome. Well, Ty, thank you for the time. Best of luck here tonight. Appreciate that. Go Sox. Well, let's wrap things up here from Remax Field after the Apple Sox pick up a 12-3 victory against the Edmonton Riverhawks. A great victory for Wenatchee to open up the weekend and close out the month of June. And what a good month of June it was for the Apple Sox. The opening uh, month of the two-and-a-half-month season, boy, did it fly by. But the Apple Sox finish it 17-5. and as I mentioned, let's, let's run through the numbers of this game as the Apple Sox score 12 runs on 10 hits, commit one error, and strand five men on the base paths. The Riverhawks score three runs on 12 hits, no errors, and 13 men left on. The win goes to Ryan Martinez. Six and two-thirds innings, 10 hits, two runs, one error, no walks, and five strikeouts. And the loss goes to his opposition, Halen Knoll, the starter who went three and two-thirds, Four runs all earned on three hits, four walks, and three strikeouts for him in this game. He was perfect for the first three innings. He did not get out of the fourth inning. Braden Boyd picks up his second save of the summer. And as I mentioned, the Apple Sox improve to 17-5. and five. Great win for Wenatchee. Edmonton falling to now 6-19 and 19 on the season. But a great night of baseball for the Apple Sox to open this one up. They're going to try and take the series when they face the Riverhawks again on Saturday at 6.05 p.m. That's it for this edition of the Apple Sox podcast. I'm Joel Norman thanking you once again for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook and follow at Apple Sox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.